at Habits of the Heart Bible Study. That's what we are, and that's who we are. So it's good to be together, even though maybe we came in the rain to get here this morning. It's just good to be here, isn't it? So we're so glad you're here. I'm glad to be here, and um, glad to be with you all. It's, it's time. You know, you start thinking it's going to start up again, and then all of a sudden it does, and you think this is the perfect timing. I'm ready. So thank you for saying yes uh, to this very important thing to carve out in your week, a time to um, just spend in God's Word with other people, learning from Him and from one another. It's an important time, and so thank you. Well, this is our 22nd year, right? 22nd year of Habits of the Heart. Uh, a Bible study offered to women in our community as well as surrounding communities. And some of those surrounding communities get a little bit further out and a little bit further out every year, which is wonderful, wonderful. Um, but we're especially excited as we um, gathered together um, uh, just yesterday. We um, were looking over all of the names, and there's many names that um, we haven't met you yet, new names. So we're ex so excited to get to know the new ones, and we're so thankful that um, many of you that have come to Habits year after year after year are here, and some that came in the very beginning have come back. So it's, it's wonderful. Um, so I look forward to meeting you, and each name yesterday, just, just thought you might like to know this, and we do this every year, but every name was prayed for. Every child and every one of you, we stopped and we just prayed by name. Because the Lord knows. You know, we hadn't met you yet, but the Lord knows just where each one of us are at really in our, in our own lives right now, um, today. And so we trust him to have his way with, with our study and to meet each one of us right where we're at. So welcome. Um, Let's see, it's, it's always interesting to, I think, uh, and you'll learn this really in your groups when you'll gather together here in a little while in your groups, but it's always interesting to, to know um, how we came to Habits of the Heart. Uh, who or, or what, by what means did we come? Because it's all different. We all have a story of, of how we got here, right? Um, did a friend, a neighbor, or a coworker invite us? Uh, did we learn of the study uh, through the announcement in the local paper? or our not-so-small, not-so-noticeable not sign, banner, hanging there outside of our church. Maybe that's how you found out about us. Or did our circumstances, did our circumstances bring us here this morning? Um, whatever the means uh, through which we came, we're here for the same purpose, aren't we? To learn about God through his written word. So before I go any further, would you join with me in prayer, please? Dear Heavenly Father, we pause right now before we begin this year in our new study. Again, Father, we ask that, um, that you would have your way in this study and through your word that we know was written long ago, but for our benefit today. Father, that you would use your uh, living and active word uh, to teach us, to guide us, to comfort us, to encourage us, to correct us and train us. Father, we know that you will, and we trust you with that. Um, but we do consider it a great honor and privilege, really, to have the freedom to gather uh, together like we are here this morning, um, to open up your word and to know you better. So, Father, that's what we ask, that we would know you better and we'd be changed by the time we spend in your word. And we'll trust you with all of it, Father. And we will be sure to give you all the thanks, all the praise, and all of the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Well, it has always been our goal, our aim here at Habs of the Heart to do an in-depth study of the Bible. There are many wonderful studies out there, and you've probably done several, but it's always been our aim for 22 years to do an in-depth uh, study in God's Word, <clears throat> to come together uh, each week sharing really life on life that will just happen with us. You know, we're here opening up his word and staying together, but we'll share life on life in relationships with one another, uh, in community um, with one another, learning together as God reveals himself through his word. Aren't you glad that as we all experience the many changes in life, and aren't there many, right? But aren't you glad that as we experience the many changes, our culture, uh, our personal lives, changes in our families, finances, health, homes, jobs, circumstances, relationships. We could go on and on, right? couldn't we? All of the many changes that surround us and are within us. Um, aren't we glad that we can trust in the unchanging, unshakable Word of God, the Bible? Unchanging, generation to generation to generation. It's true and it's trustworthy. And aren't we glad it doesn't change? So we'll de devote time each week with the purpose of coming together and spending time learning from God's inspired word. Something for us to remind ourselves here at the very beginning. Uh, God's word inspired, meaning breathed out by God. His very words written down through the writers. And it's been recorded for us uh, in the book of 2 Timothy, uh, chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. It says, All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. All scripture. Isn't that something? Written down by God. It's the only recording we have in the whole world of God's very words written down and recorded, inspired, breathed out. That's a good truth to begin with, don't you think? Right here from the beginning. Well, in the New Testament series titled, in his, I'm sorry, in his New Testament seri series titled, The Bible Speaks Today, John Stott wrote this. He says, God still speaks through what he has spoken. And nothing is more necessary for the life, health, and growth of Christians than that they should hear what the Spirit is saying to them through ancient yet ever-modern word. So it's still very relevant, very real today. So we've, we're investing in a good thing here, aren't we? So whether you're here to study uh, the Bible for the very first time, and that's wonderful if you are. If you're here to study the Bible for the first time or you've been a student of God's word for many years, doesn't matter. We're all here at this place uh, for this time to learn together uh, from one another, aren't we? Well, this year uh, we'll be studying the Acts of the Apostles. And oh my, is there ever so much to learn. The Acts of the Apostles. And let me, if I can, introduce you to this book and give us um, a brief overview as best I can. It's 28 chapters. So uh, let's, let me introduce you to it and give you a little, little, bit of, little bit of a taste of what we'll be experiencing this year in learning. Well, the book of Acts was written around the year 62 AD after Jesus' death, resurrection, and ascension. The words recorded for us were written down by the author Luke. And Luke was a well-educated man, 
a physician by profession, and a traveling companion of the Apostle Paul. Something to remember. Luke's purpose in writing the book of Acts was to give us an accurate account of how God's church began following Jesus' ascension. How God's plan from the beginning to establish his kingdom on earth was fulfilled through Jesus. And it's God's story of grace and redemption. Uh, The fulfillment, really, of his promise. So if you're a Christian already, uh, then you are a part of this story. This is our history, really. This is our history. The beginning of the church, God's people, his family, the family of God that we're a part of today started here. Isn't that something? It's part of your story. It's our history if you're a Christian. And if you're not yet a Christian, if you haven't yet, by grace, through faith, trusted in Jesus for your salvation, then there will be plenty of opportunities as we study together to ask questions, have conversation uh, with one another, and respond with faith to the word of his grace. Well, Acts begins with Jesus giving final commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen, saying to them, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And after he had said these words to his apostles, while they were watching, Jesus was ascended into heaven. So that's the book's beginning. And it ends with the Apostle Paul's time spent in Rome, proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. So that's kind of the beginning, and that's the end of these 28 chapters we'll be going through in Acts. Now, this is how Luke, this is how Luke brings um, the Acts of the Apostles to a close. And I say that because it really doesn't have an ending. Um, it really doesn't have an ending as we, God's people today, are still about following Jesus' command in spreading the gospel, really, and um, really part of the grand story still today of building his church. So it really doesn't end. He brings it to a close, but we're still doing that today. And it will continue, uh, this building his church will continue until he returns. The story's still being written, and this is where you'll find your place, and I will find my place in his story. Between this beginning and close um, to the book of Acts, we'll learn of really several, several themes throughout will keep popping up. But um, I wanted to just maybe give us a a brief little um, list of a few of them. Some of those themes that we'll see include, first of all, witness, as I just read, that Jesus uh, commanded his apostles to be a witness uh, to what they had seen and heard and to the gospel. So it's really a key theme throughout the entire book of Acts, witness. Jesus' final words to his apostles, you will be my witnesses. And they were. Beginning in Jerusalem, and Jesus said, to the ends of the earth. Therefore, uh, the witness to the gospel is for all of the world and for all people. Isn't that great? And this witness wasn't done in their own strength, we'll find out, we'll learn, but through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. In fact, uh, we've titled our study, um, Empowered Witnesses for Christ. 
That's who we are. That's who they were, and that's who we are. Another theme throughout um, is the Holy Spirit. We can't miss this. We can't miss this. Throughout the chapters, we'll see the involvement, the leading, the work, and the power of the Holy Spirit and put on beautiful display, and we won't be able to miss him. So it was the Holy Spirit that empowered the apostles to be witnesses to the gospel that turned the world upside down. And he's still doing his work today among us and through us. The gospel, the message of God's gracious love toward us. To sum it up briefly, the gospel, the message of God's gracious love toward us. Uh, <clears throat> one preacher once said it this way, the gospel of Jesus Christ is news. It's good news. It's the best and most important news that any human being ever hears. This gospel declares the only way to know God in peace, love, and joy is through the reconciling death of Jesus Christ, the risen Lord. He says the heart of the gospel is that our holy, loving creator, confronted with human hostility and rebellion, has chosen in his own freedom and faithfulness to become our holy, loving redeemer and restorer. The Father has sent the Son to be the Savior of the world, and it is through his one and only Son that God's one and only plan of salvation is implemented. That's a longer definition of the gospel. <clears throat> well, as an overall theme of Acts, Luke records for us, how and where this gospel spread with, through real people at real places. So we'll, we'll get to see where and how this gospel spread. We'll see the transforming power of the gospel preached, proclaimed by the pillars of the Jewish and Gentile church, Peter and Paul. In fact, really a good portion of Acts um, uh, consists of speeches or sermons by Peter and Paul. And they continue to speak of the life, death, and especially the resurrection of Jesus, for they can't help but speak of what they'd seen and heard. They couldn't, they couldn't help but. So it was Peter and John uh, that we'll learn about, Jesus' disciples. And if you remember, Peter was the one disciple that had denied Jesus three times. And then it was Peter that Jesus challenged three times by asking him, do you love me? And it's Peter and John, uh, Jesus' disciples, uh, and eyewitnesses now to his resurrection, to the risen Lord, really. It was these two men who spoke with boldness uh, these words found in Acts, uh, and we'll come to them in the fourth chapter, uh, verse 12. So 412 in Acts reads like this, and this was Peter and Paul with boldness speaking. They said, and there is salvation... In no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. So with boldness, uh, without hindrance, proclaiming the truth of the gospel. So we see these men transformed by the gospel. And we see them using this, this uh, message and this salvation uh, message to watch um, other lives being transformed as, they, as there had been, theirs had been. 
Well, Luke includes for us many different names of people, um, and I find that interesting because we don't always see that in some of the books of the Bible we study, right? But many names. So he, he points out that these, these people are real people, real places, and they're different names of people um, that heard and believed and received this message of salvation in the name of Jesus. From a Roman centurion to an Ethiopian eunuch. From a slave girl to a woman of prayer named Lydia. And even a crueler, cruel jailer and his household had their lives transformed by this power of this gospel. Real people at a real place at a real time. And this gospel is unstoppable. Uh, unstoppable because it's God's plan. It's God's plan, and it is he who is bringing it about. Um, he, it is he who will bring about the fulfillment, the fulfillment of his plan. So it's unstoppable. Fulfillment. There's another theme we'll see throughout the book of Acts. Fulfillment. There are several, several Old Testament uh, passages that Luke uses and includes here um, that we'll read of and see proving of the prophecy fulfilled through Christ and his kingdom. Over and over again, we'll see that. We'll learn of the fulfillment of many of God's promises. Well, along with these themes, and those are just a few, we'll learn of the early church's shared life together. It was the beginning of God's people gathered together in a small number that very quickly grew to a large number. But as they gathered together, their devotion to prayer, and even their willing, I'm sorry, their devotion to prayer, their shared life, and even their willingness to suffer for the expansion of the gospel. Oh, it's going to be an exciting study. <laughs> Aren't you excited? I'm excited. And the Lord, as I said earlier, I'm sure will be faithful uh, to meet each one of us right where we're at. And only he knows, doesn't he? So let me finish um, where I began by saying welcome Welcome to Habits of the Heart Bible Study. Um, and uh, I wanted to uh, also read for you and show you. I won't, your leaders will be going through this, but this, this is our study guide um, that you'll be taking home with you today. So um, let me just read a word <clears throat> from it. As we study God's word together, may the Lord encourage, enlighten, and transform us through the power of the Holy Spirit, so that we too will be bold witnesses for him. Will you pray with me? Lord, again, we consider this a, um, a privilege, and we uh, don't take it lightly, Lord, that we have... Um, the ability to know you by that which you've revealed about yourself through your written word, that we could come to know our creator and the creator of our world. Father, um, as you continue to build your church around us and through us, uh, may we be faithful, faithful witnesses for you. And Father, again, would you just bless this, this study, this study here in Habits of the Heart. Bless each lady and each child as we come each week, Father. Um, would you uh, just increase our hunger and our thirst for you? And we'll thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.